Welcome to the Boundless Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Mona Abo, helping ambitious women of color to become an empowering force and launch a lucrative online business they love. Hello, Boundless Beings. Thank you so much for joining me today. In this episode, we're going to be talking about entrepreneurship and mental health. There's a study done by the Canadian Mental Health Association in collaboration with BDC, the Business Development Bank of Canada. And the findings of the study uh, look a little bit scary when it comes to mental health for entrepreneurs. The study showed that nearly half of the entrepreneurs that were in the study experienced low mood or felt mentally tired at least once a week, while three out of five, 62% felt depressed at least once a week. The study also showed that nearly one in two, 46% felt that mental health issues interfered with their ability to do work. And nearly 67% were stressed about their business's cash flow. More than one-third were stressed about their adequacy fulfilling their responsibilities at work and at home. They experienced stress about finding the right people to hire due to high self-expectation. In Canada, it's often said that small business is the backbone of the Canadian economy and that when entrepreneurs succeed, so does Canada. So considering the importance of small to medium-sized businesses to the Canadian economy, the health of entrepreneurs and their well-being should be considered as public health issue. Going back to the study, it also pointed out that some groups are more susceptible uh, to mental health issues than others. Female entrepreneurs, for example, reported feelings of uncertainty and inadequacy, depressed mood, and feeling overwhelmed far more greater than male entrepreneur counterparts. Entrepreneurs whose business are in the earlier or growth stage were more likely to report experiencing stress. Some of the recommendations that the study offered were that there has to be better improvement in work-life balance when it comes to reducing stress for entrepreneurs. Um, Stakeholders in the entrepreneurship ecosystem should collaborate with mental health organizations to create tools to help entrepreneurs improve their work-life balance, uh, offering them solutions both at personal and organizational level. There has to be more research done about entrepreneurship and the effect that it has on mental health. 
we need to better understand how the entrepreneurship experience differs for entrepreneurs who are underrepresented as well, groups that belong to newcomers, people of color, um, indigenous groups, and underrepresented groups. There's not, there's not enough data uh, about how mental health is affecting these underrepresented uh, entrepreneurs. So, you know, and another issue is that mental health is not something that's talked about a lot in the entrepreneurship community, right? It's almost as if the world expects entrepreneurs to be immune to, to these kinds of issues, right? Entrepreneurs are expected to you know, be the ones that are offering solutions to everyday problems. They're expected to be the ones who are on top of their issues, right, and not showing weakness uh, because oftentimes weakness um, represents that things are not going well, and that's risk. Um, the, it, it could be a risk uh, for investors to see that, okay, this entrepreneur doesn't seem to have their life together, so maybe we won't invest. And so that's another reason why entrepreneurs are reluctant to openly talk about their mental health status. And so that adds to the pressure of that entrepreneurs feel when it comes to mental health. It's important to create a shift in allowing entrepreneurs to express vulnerability about their mental health, right? Because in order for, you know, this, this data to change, because the data looks discouraging right now, and for the shift to happen, entrepreneurs have to feel... Uh, confident to be able to be comfortable being vulnerable and talking about their mental health status, right? Oftentimes we see when people become successful and they've reached that um, sort of like superstar status, they're more open at that point to say, you know, I've been struggling with mental health and I went through this and that. And I think that's helpful to um, bring awareness to the issue. But at the same time, one does not have to wait to be successful. Um, and, and I say successful in, in, in quotations because, you know, success is a journey, right? Uh, every, every stage that you reach is a, is a success and maybe uh, the world hasn't, gotten to know you yet, but that does not mean you're not successful, right? So you don't have to wait until you become known to everyone to talk about your mental health issues. And so we have to shift the awareness. We have to shift the, the normalization. We have to allow entrepreneurs to be vulnerable and say, I'm struggling, <laughs> with my mental health, right? Because entrepreneurship is a high pressure world. 
And this is one of the things that we don't discuss enough. And although entrepreneurship brings a lot of fulfillment, joy, and purpose, um, the downside of entrepreneurship is you take on the, the full responsibility of the business, right? And with that comes that added pressure to be everything for the business. And a lot of times we also, we associate our self-worth with our business. We believe if the business succeeds, then we're worthy. But if the business fails, then we feel that we failed and we feel less capable, less worthy. And that's not healthy when we attach a lot of our self-worth to, to, to anything. It's not healthy because as a human being, the fact that you're breathing, the fact that you're here breathing, says that you're worthy, right? You don't have to prove anything more to show your worthiness, right? You could, you know, seek success. You could seek accomplishments. And that's something that, you know, drives you. Um, you could seek to do more for the world, right? For your own um, self-actualization. But you have to be careful not to link that to your self-worth. You have to make sure you build that uh, understanding that you're worthy no matter what. And that takes a constant reminder, right? Because um, it's not how we deal with people in general. We often meet people and, you know, the first thing that someone would ask you is, what do you do? And so depending on your answer, they will assign a level of worthiness to you, right? And I always kind of, like, I'm mindful of that when, when I'm interacting with people and someone asks me, what do you do? I've always seen um, the, the reaction at different stages of my life. It's always, you know, you, you can see how they look at you if, if in their in their mind, you have a, a higher position, you see the, the level of importance you, you get from them. So, and that doesn't help, right? When you're constantly being evaluated and given importance based on what you've achieved, your accomplishments, you, you, know, you, you learn to associate your self-worth with your accomplishments. And that takes a conscious effort to say, no, I'm worthy. I, I don't have to do anything to prove that. So what can entrepreneurs do to foster more mental health um, competency, become stronger mentally? The first thing is really to just recognize that you're more than your business. And it's important to know that the root cause that makes you feel like you constantly have to be doing something is because maybe you're thinking, if um, I don't succeed, I'm not worthy. So understanding that your worthiness does, is not linked to your job. Um, the other thing is that you need to be willing to put yourself and your needs first, right? Sometimes 
you're going through personal issues, you're not emotionally able to uh, perform the tasks that you usually do, right? And so if you don't recognize that and you don't give yourself the space to recover, um, then you are putting yourself more at risk, right? And you're telling yourself you're not worthy, right? You're telling yourself everything else comes first but you. And that's neglecting your own needs. And when you do that, you're not giving yourself the importance and the space you deserve. And in the long run, your mental health will suffer as a result. And your business will suffer because your, your business is only as strong as you and your mental health. So that means you need to invest in your wellness. You need to invest in taking time to restore time with family and friends, uh, time for physical exercise, time for spiritual growth. You need to, you know, reset. Take time to calm your mind, to take a break from the busyness. And it may seem like you're not doing anything, but you're actually doing a lot for yourself and your business. I get most of my inspiration when I meditate. And I'm more at peace with myself um, so you have to be in tune with how you're feeling and be able to put yourself first all the time right anything else can be um, done at another time but when you learn to neglect your own needs then that becomes a pattern and so you're willing to sacrifice your wellness your wellness becomes something that's expendable. And you don't want to feel that about yourself. You want to honor yourself more than that. Um, so you come first. And this is one of the perks of being an entrepreneur because you can actually do that. You can take time off to yourself, for yourself. Um, you know, this past couple of weeks... I was experiencing some personal challenges and I realized that I didn't have to pretend to perform um, at my optimum and that, you know, taking a slower pace during this time was better for me, for my well-being and also for my business. I don't have to do things because uh, I'm forcing myself to do it. This does not mean that the business does not function, right? The business still has to continue existing, but you're just not doing um, what you normally do. You're not doing all the extras, right? You're giving yourself time to recover. That's a wonderful freedom to have as an entrepreneur, uh, being your own boss and recognizing your needs and putting yourself first. You don't need your boss to give you personal days. You can actually do that for yourself. You can work from your own bed. You can work from, you know, the pool. Whatever gives you that space that you need to take care of yourself.
So in addition to that, you know, when things are not going well, you know, and you feel like there's high stress time for your business, it's good to focus on the work, not the numbers, not the stats, right? Because the stats will go up and down. The business will perform better at certain stages and it will not do so well at other times, right? So entrepreneurs need to understand that sometimes the numbers will look good and sometimes they will not. So you should not be drastically affected uh, by this at all times. Yes, you need to have an understanding of what's going well and what needs improvement, but you shouldn't expect um, immediate change, right? So if you see something not working well, you know, study it, figure out a way to improve it and be on that continuous development and improvement. But don't let the numbers determine how you're feeling, you know. You, you develop that um, awareness that this too shall pass. So you want to have that kind of attitude that nothing is really permanent and if things are down now, it doesn't mean they will always be down. And so you continue doing what you're doing. You continue doing your work and loving your work regardless of what the numbers are saying at the moment. You want to also um, have a life besides your business. You want to invest in creative outlets. Um, this is actually sometimes hard for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, because, you know, you feel the need to be doing something. And if you are, let's say, just chilling, you might get some thoughts, oh, I should be doing this, feeling guilty, right? So you really have to know that this is good for you. This is good for business. This is good for your mental health and overall happiness. So you want to find creative outlets, creative activities that you can engage in that will take your mind off work and just lets you be um, careless and free. Another thing that's helpful is to journal regularly, right? This is, journaling is a way to release our frustrations, to release, you know, emotions that need to be expressed, right? Um, this is not something that we can do at all times, especially as entrepreneurs, this is not something that we feel comfortable doing with everyone, right? So it's nice to create that safe space for yourself where you can just, you know, let out your feelings and put it on paper and get that relief. Journaling is something that I love to do. I do that first thing in the morning. And it really helps me feel uh, lighter, right? It helps my head uh, feel less cluttered. It's a good self-therapy in a way. But then again, you know, my next point is to not miss therapy, right? Therapy is, is something that um, we often feel we can do without, that we can replace it with our own tools that we have been using to manage our uh, mental health. It's, you know, doing maybe exercise, journaling, creative uh, outlets, and socializing. All those things are good. 
but you you know might also need therapy in in addition to that and you know this is something that as i get older i realize more and more that therapy is is needed because we all have traumas that we endured uh, just by living right and so we carry all that with us and if we don't have the help to process and get past it it remains an obstacle sometimes it's an obstacle that we're not even aware it's there um but any trauma that's causing you to feel a certain way it, it's something that needs more support it's it's something that maybe you know you cannot get past it by yourself and so we have to be open to therapy as entrepreneurs and be willing uh, to invest in that you don't have to wait until you you hit mental health crisis to seek treatment right you can seek treatment now to enhance your mental health everyone needs therapy <laughs> so why not take advantage mental health is just it's just something that we need to normalize at all levels. Uh, we need to normalize it at the workplace, at the entrepreneurship space, at um, you know, as, as parents, as children, um, at at all levels. This is something that needs to be uh, accepted, and especially belonging to minority groups, people of color, women of color. Sometimes we feel like we have to endure so much, right? And people tell us, oh, we're so resilient. Um, you know, we survived all this trauma, but we're still carrying that trauma. And we need it. We deal with so much um, on a day-to-day basis. We deal with so much racism, so much um, inferiority complex, so much... Um, being displaced from our home countries and just dealing with microaggressions every day. Any little thing can trigger us to overreact, right? Because we're carrying so much. So it's important that we recognize that we need it. We cannot just ignore it because everything you ignore and you don't deal with and, and you don't heal from is holding you back in some ways. So we have to accept therapy as a, um, as a mandatory way to be well, right? We have to encourage therapy within our communities and we have to encourage it within our friends and families. It has to be something that we welcome and support. It's just crucial that mental health is addressed and supported. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your presence. I would love to hear from you. Please share your takeaways, your input, your experience with mental health. And just, you know, connect. Connect with me on social media. I'm on all the platforms. I would love to hear from you. Until next time, stay boundless.
Thank you so much for joining the Boundless Mindset Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on the iTunes Purple app. If you're on social media, you can find me at The Boundless Mindset on Instagram and Facebook. Please tag me and let's continue this conversation. Until next time, stay boundless.